0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Flying High with Flutter. I'm your host, Alan Wyma. Today, I have Gregory Frank de... F- Ooh, I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> Maybe you can give an introduction. Uh, and uh, and, oh, and we're in such a rush, I forgot to ask you for your title. Maybe I'll just let you go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Sure. Um, hi, everyone, and thanks, Alan, for uh, having me. Uh, so my name is uh, Gregory Frank de Ferrier. Uh, as the name sounded, I'm French, but... Uh, born in the US so i I hold uh, the dual citizenship. Um, so um, I lead um, a product uh, so docking and uh, wireless uh, headsets for uh, B2B at Logitech uh, globally. Um, I'm based in Hong Kong um, and i've been, um, I've been with uh, with Logitech for about 10 years. Um, looking after different categories, so I did speakers um, and uh, took over the headset about uh, four to five years ago. And, uh, you know, it's becoming very and very more and more relevant over the last uh, three to four years as remote working uh, is becoming uh, even more um, prominent.
0: Yeah, that's so we, we you and I met uh, at your office in Hong Kong. And as soon as you start presenting the different products that Logitech was working on, I think everybody in the room, most likely of course not not you, were kind of shocked like, really? you had these things like and you I started thinking about all the possibilities that uh, are really interesting, and um especially tech industry we're always it's easy for us to be remote um but now even other people and the, the, I asked you to come on because so many in in doing flutter work uh is actually working remotely um so i think that it'd be great to kind of give an introduction about this is what's actually currently out there and uh you being kind of the head of this obviously you would know the most and uh yeah that's kind of where we got started
1: sure so um so so i mean logitech historically um has been very strong with you know personal devices all right i mean We were, uh, Logitech was created more than 40 years ago. Um, Our historical business has been uh, mouse and keyboards, but over time we have extended around uh, peripherals around uh, computing platforms. So, you know, computing platform has always been the platform, and we try to enhance human capabilities uh, to provide, uh, you know, more. So, mouse, keyboard, webcam, uh, speakers, headsets. So, we have really grown um around that and our view and our choices the last um, several years has been to be um as a the swiss of peripherals right where we like uh, you know usb standard has been great because if you're usb peripherals you work with all platforms right uh and and that has served us really well because we've got great compatibility with those platforms um uh, and we also work very closely with, you know, Microsoft, Apple, uh, now Zoom, Google, uh, to really create uh, a solution that is um, that is really um, well integrated. So if if you look at it, um, we had uh, over time a very strong B two C brand, um, and we have been, you know, really recognized for that. Um, and over the last. Eight or nine years uh we have shortly but surely been growing in b two b uh by you know taking the same toolkit we started by doing a, a USB um camera and speakerphone for the meeting rooms uh which completely um changed the status quo in the uh, meeting room market because at the time you know you had meeting rooms that cost ten thousand u s plus and nobody knew how to use them. <laughs> Right, and then with with Teams and Zoom and Google Meet coming in, uh, we sort of like created solution that was um, very affordable to change the experience in the meeting room to have video everywhere, and we sort of like has grown our B two B business to sort of create amazing experience now in in the meeting room over ten years. Now we're the leader in uh, in meeting room solutions, which means that today we really have a strong B two C arm, but a strong B two B as well. Um, and when COVID hit about, you know, three years ago now, it's crazy to think about that. Um, we, we sort of have suddenly has all this work from working from home and, and, and we, we sort of designed product for either office, right. B2B or, you know, a, a consumer buying a mouse, keyboard, a webcam for home usage or podcasting or all that stuff. Um, but what happens is that in early 2020, we realized that we need to design product for people working from home, and that's really where we sort of like started to ask uh, a lot of our internal Logitech um, show picture of the setup at home, like show us how, how you work. And we realized that we really didn't design product for people working from home. Um, we, sort of, uh, we sort of designed. For consumer at home and it's lot from B2B. So what we find out when all everybody was showing the picture of their desk, what the common denominator was? It was super messy. You had cables everywhere. People were connected with the adapter and you know uh, it was super super messy. Um, it was you know a lot of peripheral connected. So people had a webcam. So people had uh, a, some like headsets, headset, some mouse, keyboard, um, but also a lot of like extra peripherals like charging, like, uh, and it was all differently connected to your computer. It was really messy. Um, and, uh, you had monitor as well. And, and what we realized is that, um, we needed to have like one solution that sort of integrate all that. Um, and, and that's sort of, uh, how we sort of started the, the design of one of the key products for work from where today, which is called Logidoc. Uh, so Logidoc is actually this product uh, here. Um, so here it's an all in one. So that's basically, uh, for the one who are uh, listening, um, it's an all in one, um, speaker docking, um, that basically, uh, first trying to tidy up all the connection at your desk. So basically, here you can connect to five USB peripherals. Uh, on the back, uh, you can have uh, HDMI or display DisplayPort. Uh, you can have um, a Bluetooth connection as well, and and this really enables you to really simplify your connectivity at your desk, right? Because you sort of like put it, uh, you know, on the monitor You can connect everything. You can hide the cable behind. And on top of that, what we realized, is, I think we had people wearing a headset like I do because, um, you know, there's a lot of people at my home, but at the same time, a lot of people have private offices, right? And they wanted to have great audio for, um, for this environment. And we sort of like created an integrated device where it has a speakerphone and uh, together with um, docking uh, stations. So simplifying, having all your connections and create two devices into one. So people had some special perk for that, uh, while in here we integrate in that. Um, and on top of that, what we realized, I think a lot of people were, um, a lot of people were actually having a speakerphone just for calls and then a speakerphone to listen to music and at Logitech, the great benefit that we have is that we have you know, a lot of history in, in creating amazing audio solutions. So we had the Ultimate Ears Boom team that sort of like bring, I don't know if you're familiar with like the um, Ultimate Ears Boom, UE Boom, uh, but basically like a Bluetooth speaker that has been super popular over the years. And actually this team actually fitted a, a, a UE Mega Boom inside this little dock, which is like fairly compact. Um, and you have amazing sounds. And then on top of that, we also have, we realize some people take headsets and, um, uh, take headsets and speakerphone during the day, but the switching is hard, right? You have to go to your settings, uh, in Zoom or Teams and change that. So we have auto switching. So basically you can switch from speakers to headset. As long as you turn your headset on, it you switches your headset and you can uh, switch back you, to your speakerphone. Um, and then finally, in that product, what we integrated, we realized that, You know, in the meeting room about five years ago, we called, we a product called LogiTap. We basically, you walk to a meeting room, you just click on a tablet, and then you join the meeting. In LogiDog, you can basically join a meeting at a click. So you just basically click on the middle button uh, that you can see here. Um, And basically, you'll be in the meeting, whether it's a team, Zoom, and Google Meet. And the, the last really cool thing that we had here is that you can turn your video on and off. So you know, I may have my daughter just walking into this meeting today, so I can quickly turn off my video. Uh, so so that was another cool thing that we did. So um, I'll stop there. Just see uh, see if that's uh, that's that's something that really uh, responded on, uh, to to what you are thinking about the how we think about the hybrid space.
0: Yeah, the 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 LogiDoc is one of the coolest things. I think you worked particularly on it because I, when I went looking for more information about LogiDoc, I saw your face. I think you look much younger than you do now, uh, but you looked you looked a little bit younger. Maybe maybe it was uh, the audio or the video editing. I don't know, but I, I recognized you in the video. So I, I suppose you must have really been in in the development of this project from the very beginning, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, uh, yeah, basically, when uh, uh, when uh, COVID hit, it was sort of clear that we had to sort of like take work from home as uh, a key. Uh, key solution, key solutions to address, um, and, and Logidoc was really our response. So yeah, I, I drew this from end to end. Uh, we actually shot the video in Hong Kong about two years ago, um, for the, for the launch. Um, and yeah, we, uh, we had team, I mean, we developed this, it was a pure COVID project uh, cause we had teams, so we have team in, in Taiwan, in the U S in, um, in Ukraine, uh, in India. So this whole team sort of put that together uh, over COVID. And we, we launched, uh, you know, nine months ago. So it an amazing project.
0: Yeah, the other thing, well, the thing that really uh, interests me, so on the back of Logitech, what, what I like that you integrate all these features into one box, it's it's quite a big box, but what you get into it is is quite uh, powerful. I like having a hardware button that I can tap rather than looking for my mouse. Because first, when, you, when you're in the video, sometimes you're looking around because you're, maybe you're trying to dozing off because the meeting is not so interesting or you're uh, you had to try to find something and like you have to, you want to tap to turn off your video or audio for whatever reason. And you don't need to find the tab, which for me, I have, I think I have four or five Google Chrome windows right now. And each one's got about at least 20 tabs, more like 50. So finding the right tab is always annoying. So I like that. I can just tap on it and get it done. The other thing that's really annoying is sometimes I have so many meetings happening and I like that. I can tap on that center button. And that I'll just whip open whatever it is that I want to, to join. Uh, the one question I had for myself, and I'm thinking maybe other people, a lot of my clients is that they like to give me uh, a work email on their own domain. And I'm curious if if this LogiDoc will actually integrate with multiple Google accounts, because I know it does integrate with Google Meet. Will it actually like take a look at all my calendars and open up the right Google Meet if I tap on the button and will it actually kind of notify me that I have a meeting coming up for each single one? Or does it only support one calendar for one Google account?
1: So, um, so the the, way the integration work is uh, you have to install uh, our software called Logitune, um, and you can use it with Logitalk or without Logitalk. Um, and uh, and and currently, it's integrating either with um, Microsoft uh, or Google. Um, and at the moment, it's only with one email, so it will be only like your calendar, but in your calendar, if you have google meets teams zoom e, uh, zoom in events, we're gonna sort of like um we're gonna get that. We do have requests from customer to have multiple um multiple accounts that's something that we're looking into it um but at the moment it's not something we have implemented yet
0: yeah, that would be huge but i actually, I have that problem anyways, so I try to just invite myself to my main email <laughs> and just to kind of help myself, so I guess that's a way around it, but I think you still have like that that stop where when you, if you tap it, it'll take you to the window and then you can choose which device you want to have that typical Google Meet style, right? So you're still going to get that so you can still change your account. You can still turn off and on things before you join, right?
1: So you can still, so the experience uh, change between platforms. Um, so, I mean, for example, if you, if you use Zoom as an example, you have a setting in Zoom where you can sort of like join without any um, stops, right? Without checking your audio or you can join with like checking your audio devices, um, teams, for example, you have to go to this pre uh, meeting platforms, right. Where you can say, uh, you know, which audio device you want to join and Google meet is the same. So, but you'll just have to, at that point, you just have to you know, join in, but you have all the problems you mentioned before, like which tab it is, which meeting it is, which meeting ID it is <laughs> like, all this is just removed. It's just simple.
0: Yeah. Which account and, and also which audio device. That's probably the most annoying. I think the Teams for me is, I feel it's always difficult because they have like a double switch where sometimes they group the audio and video together. So you have to choose like custom and then you can choose which audio or video thing you want. And they somehow they group stuff. I, I, I just, uh, as a Mac user, I'm not a big fan of Teams. But it's interesting that Teams is such a huge um, foothold on the market that uh, you actually sell two different versions of LogiDoc, one with specifically for Teams and one for like everybody, including Teams. Now, what, what was the decision to make two different ones? I mean, is there really such a big difference for using Teams?
1: Uh, we are certified with uh, Teams, uh, Google Meet, and Zoom. Um, and as part of the certification uh, for Teams, it requires you to have a Teams button. Uh, so the Teams buttons um, give you some enhanced capability with Teams um, where you can, for, for example, raise your hands. Uh, you can, you know, uh, tap to see your notification in Teams. Um, and, and therefore, this button has a lot of value for a Team user, but has no value to a non-Teams user. Uh, and typically, an enterprise that, use Teams, they are very, very much in Teams world. So they really care about Teams. But if a company is not in Teams world, they really don't need that. So, um, in order to do that, um, we created two, uh, SKUs so or two product lines, um, which is, which is pretty much the case. If you look at, um, audio, you know, certified speaker phones or headset, you usually have two versions, one for Teams and one for others. Um, and that's how the industry has been working. Um, and it's really to make it like to limit like the space uh, that you have on your device and you know, don't create like a button that has no value that also like create confusion because if you give it to a Zoom user Teams buttons, it's going to be like, what do I do with these buttons? Um, so if you are using Zoom Teams uh, and Google three Platform, we recommend to use the UCSQ because it's integrated with our Logitune. Uh, but if you're using just Teams and that's your environments, we recommend to use the queue.
0: Okay, so as somebody who doesn't often use Teams, if I did have the Teams one, it would just have an extra button on it that just was useless for me unless I have something with Teams, right? That's why I understand. Exactly, yeah. Okay. They're the same price, I think, too, right?
1: Uh, No, the price is the same.
0: price is the same, yeah. Uh, The other thing, I think, too, that uh, is also super interesting to me, so I have... I'm the typical dongle guy. I got a dongle for everything because that's that's the way uh, Tim Cook has done to us. I believe that the... The HDMI display port, you can actually use both of those at the same time, right? So it's not just that you can choose one or the other. You can actually have two monitors off the same LogiDoc. So that actually makes my life easier because I have two dongles, one for each output, which is good to have one different one. So I'm super happy to, to see something like that because it's uh, will definitely help with cable management.
1: So, so yes, yeah, so on the on the multiple uh, monitors. So what we've heard is that there... There is more and more people going to larger monitor, right? Like, you know, like my use case, uh, I'm using a 35 inch monitor. I have, you know, multiple screens. I find it more flexible. Um, but what we heard as well from a lot of customers is that, um, monitors usually don't break. (laughs) So a lot of people have like two 24 inch, um, monitors at home. Um, and they keep it until they break, right? So, uh, for their use case, having, uh, two, uh, monitor at the same time is great because you can have the, the dual connections. Um, the, 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 tro- the, decision we made in terms of having display port versus an HDMI, so the two, uh, was because that we know a lot of enterprise are using display port to have like daisy chaining display ports. So we offer these options, uh, or you can have HDMI. Uh, and obviously, if you want both, you can have an adapter, you know, HDMI to display ports if you have both on HDMI, but most monitors actually have multiple connections. So that was the reasoning for having the two. Um, just one thing to note as well is that the, for, for Mac user, um, having uh, multiple uh, monitor support um, requires, um, basically, we have that on our on our website, but but basically you need like a, a special adapter if you want um, a, a dual monitor uh, on Mac
0: oh is it a special okay so is that that goes between the USB connection between the logidock and the computer then
1: no it goes so when you sort of connect the second computer um, you're gonna need a depending on what mac you're using um, but you're gonna need to have like a, a, a display link adapter that basically gonna, gonna connect from your USB to um, to your second monitor
0: Oh, okay. I think I know what you mean. Okay. Well, it's, it's, thanks for putting it out there because I think... So uh, with Flutter, I know you're, you're not a tech... Uh, you're not a, you don't write code, right? So with Flutter, um, you can write iOS and Android apps at the same time. But you need to have a Mac in order to write iOS apps. So it's good for us to know that if we want to have that support, we need to have that because that's why I have a Mac, is because of that reason. Yeah, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about, LogiDoc? I mean, you guys have a huge catalog... catalog. Um I know this is kind of like your baby, I feel because i've seen you in the video using it
1: exactly now i think I think the, the the that's really um what what we started with, and I think now i think um we have sort of i uh, i'm gonna sort of talk category by category, but if you look at at your desk right um we have a lot of solutions for uh working from home so you know, starting with headsets, what we launched over the last two or three years, um, we have really sort of expanded our portfolio to really cater multiple form factor. So uh, you know, we started with a traditional on-ear uh headset, which uh which uh, we uh rebuilded the portfolio um over the years, uh and then we expanded to new form factors. So um, for example, we launched a true wireless for enterprise. So uh, in here, that's basically uh, our solution uh, for um, taking calls where we've got like noise reduction. So you can hear your voice and not all the noise around you. Uh, great integration with uh, Teams, Zoom, and Google. Um, and, uh, you know, you can have a little dongle to connect to your PC or Bluetooth. So we're really trying to sort of expand the form factor uh, for people to have really great audio at home. We also expanded to this form factor, so that's what's called Zone Vibe Wireless, uh, which uh, we have a version out there uh, that we launched a few months ago as well. And it, it's, again, to expand the form factor because we know people have different preferences uh, where it goes to headsets. You know, some people like you want to have it over the ear. Uh, some people want, you know, on ear. Some people want in ear. So we sort of have to really have an offering for for, for various customers. Um, we also at Logitech required blue microphone about, um, five years ago, I believe. Um, I, I don't know which one you have, but, uh, but blue microphone like, for people that wants to have, uh, as you write, uh, you want to have a headphone for listening and a microphone to have like. Um, the the best microphone pickup. Uh, that's also a solution we have, which is which is great for uh, for stream and create.
0: Yeah, so that's the the yeah. So I have an SM7B, and then this is a, a road one, which is specifically for great audio connections. And then I go for the wired because otherwise you have a slight delay because of Bluetooth. Otherwise, I enjoy like on my desk when I'm not in a podcast recording, I have AirPods, and I just use these also for talking and everything else, because I can walk around and do whatever. Uh, as somebody who works from home like yourself, you know, you have kids around you. But for me, I, I have like, like you said, for, for the employees, like I have stuff everywhere and I have to sometimes get up and grab it. And I have a very short line over here, so I can't run around and grab stuff. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, so the Blue Yeti is a, it's a very famous microphone. I think uh, a lot of people, when they start off podcasting or even just uh, streaming, basically everybody says just get a buy a blue yeti it just works but there's also a couple of kinks with a blue yeti like it's not an omnidirectional microphone it's got a like a more like a single direction but i think it has some pickup on the outside or something i know there's some people talking about on youtube how to probably how, how to properly use it uh but it is one of the more famous ones everybody says buy blue yeti great price great audio out of the box as long as you know how you're using it and uh it's interesting to hear that logitech decided to buy that why would they want to get into that kind of space though
1: so i think the i mean uh blue i mean if if i talk back to the history of logitech well over 40 years we sort of like expanded around peripherals um and about 10 to 12 years ago like we really focused on gaming right so we sort of like built the logitech g brands uh and it's a huge business for us a huge focus for us and the g brand is really really um i mean is a leader in the gaming industry right so yeah, on, on peripherals um so if, if you look at that i mean the natural expansion of that was streaming creators uh and uh if you look at the the blue yeti it was blue was a perfect um ag- agency to that because to your point you're gaming you're streaming like the, the the microphone is a perfect solution to it. Um, it does work great out of the box, but with the software you can customize your settings to sort of optimize it as well. So um, we are spending more and more investment in terms of really providing more um, setting with with software as well.
0: Okay, yeah. Also getting to the software, so you can tweak those settings coming from the different gadgets, right? Yeah. The the, the one thing I I want to just give a small complaint about is that there's no like central hub software for Logitech, like I have the Brio. Actually, I bought, I think I told you already, I bought two Brios for recording. Uh, I'm not using one of them at the moment. I found this one's a little bit uh, more clear for when, I mean, initially Brio was great, but I think uh, you know, if you want to do a really, really great one, I think a lot of people go for like the, what is it, the mirrorless camera? So that's what I'm trying out now. Um, but you're using a Brio at the moment, uh, Brio 505, I can see. Uh, oh, sorry, go back to my main question. I always go off topic. Is that there's so many different Logitech software to install. You got LogiTune. Tune. You also have Logi uh, Capture is another one, and I think there's much, to be much more than that. That's the one kind of complaint I have is I'm not too sure which one to install, and when do I use which one. That's the only thing I wish there was this one central software that manages everything for Logite- Logitech.
1: Yeah, so it's it's a fair comment. Uh, it's like um, you know we're historically a hardware company. Uh, and we sort of have grown software organically for different categories. Uh, we are trying to sort of like, um, combine that. So, you know, if I give you a few examples, like we used to have, a, a, a software for each webcam we had, right. Um, and now Logitune, uh, managing, uh, headsets. We, we launched it five years ago to do four headsets. We added all the webcams um we added docking uh we about to add more categories as well for uh for that so so we are aware of that um we are sort of working through that um but you know obviously it takes time to integrate all these devices because we have a lot of like historical devices but it's a fair comment we hear it a lot from customers and and we're trying to to sort of like uh, having less because we understand that it's like for end user they don't really they don't really see the difference and it's hard to understand, so it's a fair complaint.
0: Yeah, uh, but I, I think, uh, well, I worked in a large company too, and everybody has their own ideas, every company has their own thing. And ha- saying that you know every camera had their own software, I'm not surprised, because that was yes. what it was before. Uh, but I'm happy to hear that you guys are coming together.
1: Exactly, and, and it takes time. I mean, to your point, I mean, large corporate. I mean, we we have sort of like the the size to sort of really have a, a large portfolio. Um, but you know, the team has been growing pretty quickly on on software, um, and you know, w- w- when you test out the dog you'll, you'll see a pretty integrated solutions. Um, yeah, so I think to, to sort of like continue on the portfolio, I think webcam has been an area where we spend more of a focus. I mean, the business has been booming during COVID, right? I mean interesting story is that you know when COVID hit i mean we had all our people in all our offices around the world like grab all the webcams they couldn't find in the office because all their friends and family were asking for webcams so everybody had a bunch of web gather digging to friends and neighbors sort of enabled to continue um uh, continue to, to sort of work effectively because i think suddenly like video collaboration has been becomes so important when covid hit and having a camera at home was so important so uh we we the team has been doing amazing job at sort of like refreshing the portfolio uh of webcams so uh we announced um Rio 505 about i think uh 5 or 5 months ago which is the one i'm using here which has uh right sites. Uh, which is basically, you know, uh, you were joking, Alan was saying that I was a bit creepy, but in here it follows me, right? So instead of mucking around with my setting and trying to move the camera, here I can move left and right and it follows me, right? And and that's that, that's something that we found that was, um, you know, really cool. I feel like, it felt like you, you almost like, um, you know the experience is almost naturalized, more like a, a movie. Like um, it's a bit creepy, right? Because people are not so used to sort of have these sort of experiences.
0: Yeah, that's. I want to make that part clear. It's creepy because I'm just not used to it. I'm so used to stationary. Yeah. I when I I got my iPad Pro and it also does the same thing. Not as good as Logitech, but I'm like, oh, that's so weird. It's like following because I feel like watched. You know, you feel a little bit weird. At least I feel weird when it when it's following me. But I yeah. understand that it is nice people move around or whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. So so that's that's really where um, our webcam ha- has been sort of refreshed. Um, we um, we also uh, you know just announced uh, another one about uh, two weeks ago, um, and also like the webcam was a great expression as well of one of our focus at Logitech, which is sustainability. Um so for example, our webcam use a lot of uh, post-consumer material uh, consumer plastic as well. So and what's really cool with our webcam is that we integrate that in the design. So if you look at the Brio five oh five, you know, we had a white version with some speckles around. Uh and this is to really sort of like create um you know, create some some product designs that are sort of like designed with the fact that you need to use recycled plastic for it. Um, and, uh, so that it's, uh, it's easier when you have a bit of speckles to sort of like, um, reuse that, uh, in the plastic and at the same time we designed for this. So our amazing design team has sort of like, sort of like make it part of the design and celebrate that instead of being something that is hidden. So, um, the, so the webcam company has an amazing job at, at sort of building that up. I
0: right, like you also have the integrated, uh, what would you call it? Cover or shield. Yeah. Because I have, the, I have the Brio, I forgot what, what the, the 4K Brio, I forgot the model number of that one. And that yeah. one has, like, you have to clip it on top and pull it up and pull it down. And sometimes it just falls down. I think it just becomes loose or maybe I knocked it or something. That's the, or if you lose it and then you can't cover it. But the integration with that is really nice. This is, oh, this is the same one that you can detach or no? Because I just seen you push it down. Yeah.
1: So, so this one you can detach. So you have a show mode as well. So in here, so say, you know, I can write uh, here. So Maybe you can uh, explain
0: a little bit more for people who are only listening because this is really interesting for people who are creatives. Oh, it flips upside down too? It's got like a gyro in it?
1: Yeah, so basically right now it's on the top of my monitor. Uh, We have the show mode. So the use case is that, for example, you know, we're talking about a drawing uh, of like a system, system, right? Uh, So we're like, okay, what's the system architecture? So then I'm like, okay. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to sort of draw some stuff. Um, and then I'm like, oh, okay. And then let's, let's look at it. So we don't have the integration here with, uh, the software you were using today, but with teams zoom and Google meet, we have integration. So all I have to do is to basically, uh, put it down on my desk. Like this. And then basically here, you're going to see live, you know, uh, you know, um, what I'm drawing. Uh, and what's really cool when you have the integration with, with Zoom, Teams, or Google is that it, it's basically showing that live on the on the main screen and, and you can sort of like collaborate and show to people what you have instead of in the batch, you know, you would have had to sort of like move your webcam, detach it. And then after that, you go back to the conversation and then you're like, hey, you know, what's my background. So uh, show mode is something that has been really cool in this webcam that sort of like sort of like how to, to, to um, um, help more integrations, or collaboration at the, at the desk.
0: Wow, that, that's really cool. So I wanted to, I don't know if this is clear for, for everybody, if you really mentioned this or not, but one of the things that dropped draw, draw my attention was that when you flip it down, it can tell that you flipped it down and it would flip, this, flip the image upside down. So when you're looking at what you're looking at, it's not like you're looking at it across the table, you're actually looking at it like if, you, if I was you, like I could see it through your eyes. Yep. So you don't need to worry about drawing upside down or something or flipping the drawing around. You could just draw yep. and act naturally. And it's basically like people can see what you have. I mean, to be honest, like working together, working with your hands is something that you can never do when you're remote because you have a stationary webcam. But having what you have right now, I think is super powerful.
1: Exactly. So that, that's really what the team has been building um, on the webcam side. And I think if I continue through the portfolio, right, I mean, Uh, Mouse and keyboard has been our, you know, uh, bread and butter um, over many years. Um, And and the team has done an amazing job as as sort of like addressing the needs of different people. Um, So, for example, our Ergo line has been a huge um, focus over the last few years. So, you know, the logic is that, you know, if you have a traditional mouse and keyboard that are pretty flat, like if you use it for very, very long hours, it could be um, really bad for your wrist. So we've got a lab in Switzerland that's sort of like it, it's, uh, it's it's a bit crazy that you put like you know like sensors all around your body, uh, but we really sort of like test the tension, the pressure you have. Um, and basically, what we do is that we, we sort of like make it more vertical, um, so the angle is really optimized for your um, for your hand to not have any pressure, so you can work for very long hours. Um, so if you look at it, right, Ergo product has been uh, a huge benefit for some people that are really like having pain to really work and get the stuff done. Like here, you have product that really helps you to work throughout the day. Um, so the Ergo lineups, um, are always quite particular in terms of design. You know, it's, it's a bit like some vertical mouse. you get got some, um, some keyboard that are more like in waves, um, but there has been Solving a lot of pain points of users who who suffer when they're actually mapping keyboard.
0: Yeah, I hear about that. But a lot of these keyboards, they also come with like these adjustable uh, uh, legs, right? So you're saying even that's not enough. You kind of have to go even more because they're not going to be good enough for every single person, right?
1: Yeah. So 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 the legs is one thing. Here, it's really like we we sort of like designed it so. Um, Uh, our ergo uh, mouse are basically vertical mouse. So basically your hand is like this on the side. So instead of being like this, you're like this, which is a much more natural position for your hands. And from research, we find out that it's much more, um, less pressure uh, on your wrist as well. Uh, And same thing for uh, our keyboard. The keyboard is, is wavy. So it's basically in a shape that is really optimized for your hand positions so it's it's really for product designed from the ground up for um for ergonomy.
0: yeah it looks like it's something from science fiction i just looked at the ergo mouse that you're talking about it's it's definitely different it
1: it is different uh, you have to get you have to get used to it um but overall uh overall it's a uh, it's a huge benefit uh for people that really have some pain the other thing that that the the mouse keyboard team has been putting together is is to bring more design form factor. So, you know, for coding, we have a lot more mechanical keyboard offering. So that has been, you know, in different size and form factor. We have a lot more expressive products. We bring colors, you know, from white to rose to black to different colors to really sort of like give people more options to express themselves, right? You don't want to have a boring, uh, desk like uh, I have where everything is black. You also have people that really have more colors as well. So we give these options to users. And that has been a huge um, success in terms of marketing because people now have, have options, right? And it's not like you know just two options. We sort of really start to build product that has really um, a lot of options uh, in terms of what they can have in terms of color, in terms of finishing, et cetera.
0: So So that's, that's good. But the one thing I didn't see is there's no RGB. There's no, like the the lights is probably a huge one for gamers and yeah.
1: Yeah. So on, on our, um, uh, gaming portfolio, uh, so we're truly, I mean, we're number one in gaming peripherals. So in our gaming portfolio, we do have RGB lights, uh, on most of our products. Um, and also in my past life at Logitech, I, I, we launched the first, uh, gaming, uh, speakers, the G560 that has. Uh, lights on the left and right speaker as well. So, so yeah, we have RGB lights on basically our whole gaming portfolio. But in terms of like, you know, general consumer uh, or enterprise customers, that's not something we focus on.
0: So if I want to see your gaming uh, stuff, because I'm just looking at logitech.com and I don't see any of the gaming stuff on here. Is it underneath another brand?
1: Yeah, so, so you've got a small, uh, if you go to the top left of our website, we have our brands and in here you have to, do, to click on Logitech G mm. and then over there you have the whole portfolio for gaming
0: okay yeah otherwise i had no idea i th- i just saw the top level stuff okay but the g also has the uh we talked about before when we were together it was like you also have the uh a competing uh handheld video gaming console to like steam deck etc and that's called the g force is that right
1: got the g clouds
0: G Cloud, yeah. Sorry, I I, I think I got GeForce probably from the Nvidia thing. But yeah, there's there's G, right? So everything is Logitech G is just G, probably for gaming. I'm guessing then.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So the brand has been launched about eight nine years ago, and uh, has been built and is very very well uh, regarded in the in the gaming community. Um, So the, the, the and it has been great to really have like two brands because it's like you can really, to your point, you know, have RGB lights. You don't have to worry about having something that really works for both gamers and non gamers. In here, you can really sort of like express yourself in terms of design, in terms of solution, in terms of product really well on both sides.
0: Yeah, you saw you even cover the get what they call gamepads, the controllers. So that's that's good.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've got driving wheels. We've got like uh, flight simulators. We've got like our gaming portfolio is pretty really extensive, um, and you know, we have even farm simulators. So if you're ever interested about that, it's actually a fun one to uh, to do as well.
0: Are you involved in that side of the of the company too, or are you just you just have interest in it?
1: So as I said, we when I was looking up to speaker business, uh, so desktop speaker business. Um, we we saw a big opportunity to create a gaming speaker. Uh, so we created the G560, uh, which was a collaboration between our gaming team and our team. Uh, and uh, we created a really cool product, which was sort of like uh, amazing audio, uh, but also we had the, the RGB lighting. So it's a great use case that when you're being chased by a, a car in GTA, you know, you've got like, because the concept was pretty simple: is that if you look at um, at a screen, you're more likely to see something on the peripheral of your screen than something in the middle of your screen. So if there's some lights moving on the side, you're more likely to see it. With a 2.1 speaker, you have perfect position to get information before. So if you look at GTA, if you start to be chased by the police, you're more likely to see the lights on the side. That actually from your screen, and that's really create added value for end user.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. And, and you said you use some of the speaker knowledge to put into LogiDoc, right? Because that's already using. You said it's using the boom, uh, kind of speaker inside.
1: Yeah. So we've got another brand called Ultimate Ears that we acquired like fifteen years ago, which is doing the professional ear monitor for stage, right? Uh, so we're getting custom one. And then uh, this has evolved into a, a, a Bluetooth speaker brand. So um, we're in one of the top Bluetooth speaker brands. We're the first one to launch a fabric um, speakers. And uh, you know over time this team has developed a huge um, uh, audio knowledge and capabilities in making amazing audio in small form factor. So. They have been using to do, like, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with the UE boom, but it basically it's like a, a can, like it's a big can uh, form factor. And when I gave them like Dog, which is basically a, a square, they were like, hey, I've got a lot of acoustic um, size in here, because as you may know, to get great audio and great bass, you need acoustic volume. So if you do like a, a cylinder, you get very little acoustic volume because you have to create a box within the cylinder. So it's not really optimized. Why I gave them like a, a cube like this. They were like, oh, great. You know, I don't need much space and I can get a lot of acoustic volume. So they're really excited to sort of really um, get an amazing solution. So basically, what we have on Logitech, we've got like two passive drivers on both sides for the base and then two active um, drivers on front. So it, it, it has a lot in this little box um and great sound like if you listen to music on this sound it's it's pretty pretty impressive for the, for the size
0: yeah i'm, I'm i haven't am heard music on it yet but i mean it, i hope it, I mean, it sh- if it has great music then it should work great for for speakerphone calls because there's quite a lot of times you you have like one person per joining thing but sometimes i have somebody next to me to join for the same call so of course i would like to switch to something like a logidoc or some kind of speakerphone style thing yeah what else what i also like about the logidoc too is that uh, you can charge it directly to your Mac. So really, it's just one power cable to charge your computer and to run all this stuff for the Logitech, So,
1: Yeah, and what's been great with like the USB-C standard coming in it's, is that charging within one cable, you've got charging up to 100 watts. On LogiDoc, we have 100 watts of charging, which works for most, uh, most computers. You, you have like the high-end uh, laptop that do 135, 160 watts. But we still charge them. That even if you have a large dog charging, it still charged positively. It won't be charging as fast as a native charger, but that will be fine. Um, and this standard for USB-C is amazing because if you look at it, right, if you have one cable to your computer, basically when I buy a new computer, I just like ignore the power supply. <laughs> I just take it for travel, but basically right now I just plug to my dog and it works, and it works with a PC a Chrome or or, or a Mac, and that, that has been amazing. That this standard sort of like remains and continue to grow.
0: But doesn't the Logidock have a proprietary charger or no? It's like a barrel charger, I believe? Or am I thinking wrong?
1: So so you're gonna if you charge it, I mean you're gonna sort of like plug it to a, a wall charger, right? So it's charging the dock. But then with this wall charger then your C connection from your Logidock to your computer or Mac will have all the charging going through it. So the single cable from your Logidock to your Mac will be carrying hundred watts of power data and a monitor.
0: But the the wall to the dock is using a barrel charger, right? It's not using USB C.
1: It's not. it's using a barrel charger. The the reason for that I think the USB C can get up to a hundred watt at this stage. Um, so we've got a hundred watt for the computer, but we've got I think two forty watts because you know we have to you know power the speakerphone inside all the rest of the good stuff we have in. Um, so we need more than a hundred watts.
0: I just want to make that part clear because yeah, you're talking a lot about the benefits of USB-C, but then at the same time, you kind of have the opposite. It's like, well, we're not really using USB-C to power it, but that's because of limitations, right? So I understand uh, you're working on limitations over here.
1: Yeah, exactly. So so, so the the limitation of USB-C at this stage is 100 watts, right? So, you know, if you look at, you know, from the computer, we get 100 watts, but after that, in a dock, we have much more than that. So if we were to go... You know, we, we we couldn't pass that through a, a USB-C from the dock to the to the wall because we just we just won't have enough power to go through it. We'll be limited. Understand? Yeah, but
0: I'm sure a lot of people do complain to you. Well, how come says it doesn't use USB-C? I have to have another charger, and this is proprietary. And I understand you can't you can't please everybody, right?
1: I mean it's it's yeah it, it's just some choices right so when we design product we have you know a lot of choices that we could have decided as an example right to not provide power to the to the mac but we felt like it's more important your power your your power charging from your wall to your dock is something you set up once and forgets so yes you're going to have the initial reaction of that oh why isn't it a usb c but you will forget about it and you see the great experience with the dock and you're like when I mentioned, when you mention to me, you will be ah like, oh, yes, first time. I never hear it afterwards. Like people will mention it first time they use it out of the box. Then after that, it's it's not a detriment to the buy or whatever.
0: And there also is one more caveat too uh, that I've seen online is like they said that um you cannot. So you would think that maybe you can put this thing stationary, then you can plug in USB stuff and let it charge uh, without your computer there. But what I also saw is that you have to have your computer connected for some of the USBs to charge other devices because now USB has become a standard charging thing. So I just want to kind of lay that out there one more time because I don't want people to be surprised about that part.
1: Yeah so so we've got so we've got five USB ports. Um and and basically to, to sort of like explain this there's, there's two kind of USB ports. You've got uh, fast charging USB uh, USB ports on non-fast charging. So on Logidoc you've got two fast charging, one A, one C. And three non-fast charging right so if you're using the fast charging with a mac it only charge a fast charging port when your upstream port so your mac is gonna is not connected um, but for uh, pc uh, and androids that's a non-issue it works um across uh, platforms
0: um yeah, actually, on the outside of the of the box, right, is that they do have some, I think, some like lightning uh, bolts that say which USB ports can be charged without a computer That's attached. Right. So That's it's quite right. clear. So how many of that? Is it like two or three, I think, out of the five?
1: So we've got two, yeah, two. So one A, one C has uh, fast charging, and the remaining uh, A and C um, has okay. uh, normal charging. So it's not an issue for Android. Uh yeah. It's only an issue for iOS. Okay. To to talking about power, right? If you look at how much power we need in the system, so you have to reserve like five, seven, uh, like at least like 20 watts for each, 25 watts for each port, for all the ports that you have. So it all adds up to the power you need to the system. So so that's sort of like the, the fun equation that we have to go through is that you got a lot of power coming through this device, and you have to be choiceful in how, which one you bring extra power because fast. Fast charging is on this product at 7.5, but then you need to have a power supply that supports that as well. So that's that's part of the trade-off that we make for the development of the product.
0: But even if you make it work, right, there could be a serious safety hazard, number one. Number two, people are complaining, the Logitech is sucking so much power out of my bill, it's cost me extra $3 a month, and (laughs) you can never win, right?
1: yeah we, we we're quite so i think two things is i think i mean the i mean the good thing with big companies is that we've got like so many testing in labs so we're very safe to 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 do that and and second like we're very power efficient like you know to to, to follow the european standard that you're doing your power saving relatively uh, whenever you're not in use so we're pretty power efficient for what we do
0: i understand. Yeah, but I just want to lay a couple of those caveats because I know that I did some research about these products and those were some of the complaints and, uh, you know, at least you answered those and you're very direct about, this is just limitations and uh, there's no product that can fit everything, right? Exactly. Cool. I mean, I think we're approached, we've already kind of a little bit gone over our time, but um, maybe there's anything else that you wanted to mention before we start to wind down? You went over most of the categories, I think.
1: Yeah, I think the, I think I probably went over like the, the, the more um, classic category, but, but I think overall I think the way we look at it at Logitech is I think uh, the work from home is a huge opportunity that we only started to design for it, about you know, started two, two, two and a half years ago. So we're just at the beginning, right? We realized that people has completely. I mean, sort of product can have the same needs, like whether we work from home or not. But some products, like LogiDoc, as an example, needed to really, be really rethink, right? Um, and and we're gonna sort of like have more and more uh, focus in terms of you know what we we sort of do a lot of marketing about the new logic of work, right? The the the, the work environment has completely changed, right? And we're gonna create more and more solutions uh, for people working from home. And also so those aspect to it is that people are returning to the office as well. So we're also trying to create experiences when people work, return to the office. So one of the examples we just launched is Logitech sites, where you can basically have an immersive experience when people are at the office, you can have like the site in the middle of the meeting room. So I can see the same experience that we have face to face at, like here in the office as well. So that's another part that we're really excited about that we're going to continue to invest.
0: Yeah, that 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 center like put it in the center of the table, and then everybody can be seen, or at least two or three people. Right? I thought that was a really cool demo. Exactly. Yeah. What I think would be a nice, also thing to have would be uh, an easy way to to take and carry home like a camera. So if the company gave you a camera, you can easily take it home and then put it on your computer if you work from home. And when you go back to office, take it down, put it there. Because setting up these cameras is is a is kind of a little bit a little bit of pain sometimes. Because you have to take down the cable, and then, as you said before, my cable's you know already put together nicely in the corner, etc. So maybe some kind of dock, I don't know, you're writing down stuff, so maybe you already have something already in mind. But it's kind of hybrid works.
1: Yeah, we've got like the Mevo, Not know, if you're familiar with the Mevo camera, it's a multi-stream camera, I haven't tried it yet.
0: Oh yeah, Mevo. I, yeah, I wanted to try that out, but a little bit expensive because the pack of three is like a thousand bucks or something. It's, it's quite expensive, but the idea is cool. And they have a battery on it and everything. They're made for like live streaming.
1: Yeah, so that's that's a take brand as well. So that we own them. So it's uh yeah, it, it, that's what I would say is that you know typically like what we expect is like people usually have a setup right. If you look at the, at the camera, you got a setup at home, up at the office, um, and what we see that you know people are doing more and more hotel desking at the office, right? So you know it could be a shared you know setup at the office for multiple people. <laughs> Uh, but it's like a, an optimized setup. So when you're at the office, you have an optimized setup. When you're at home, you've got your, your dedicated setup. So that, that's really what I'm more of, I'll be thinking is that you know carrying a webcam around, um, yes, you can do it, but that's that's probably like you know um, I, I was sort of more going to mobile use case if you should look at that as well.
0: Yeah. So I, I guess the traditional was everybody goes to office. Then we had to go to work from home. Now we're doing hybrid slash going back to office and but you still have like these uh, hot desking situations, right? That's kind of the new revolution. Um, do, you, do you have a rough idea about how Logitech is planning to, to, to do that part? Because like you said, that's about today, maybe I'm in seat A, and then tomorrow I'm in seat X. How do I handle the situation of which desk I'm going to be at?
1: Look, I mean, it's it's something we're definitely looking into. It's, uh, it's a very interesting space. It's completely changed in terms of um, how you do it, like from booking a desk, all that stuff. Um, we're looking into it, so stay tuned. There's, there will be some cool stuff coming in, but uh, there's nothing to announce at the moment.
0: OK. Uh, yeah, is there anything else you want to say before we, we head off?
1: No, thank you for the, the time. Thank you for having me this session. And if there's any question, I'm happy to take any.
0: Yeah that was going to be my last question is if people wanted to get in touch with you or even somebody else from Logitech how would they get in touch
1: Yeah so i mean i mean maybe just uh, if you if you just reach out to you, or you for you forward to me or i can share my details whatever works best
0: Okay yeah i mean you can share your details here now if you like um we can also put into the show notes of the episode if you feel it if you're not okay, if you're okay with people sending you emails or or whatever
1: Oh sure sure so it's uh, uh g frank at logitech.com so G for Gregory, Frank de in one world at uh, one word, sorry, at Logitech.com. I'm sure you put that in the notes as well.
0: Yeah, I will, because it's, it's not an easy name to spell out because it's a French pronunciation. Not... But <laughs> uh, I'm sure you've had quite a few interesting phone calls, especially being in Hong Kong, where, you know, traditional English and it's like, Yeah, indeed. So again, thank you for your time. Uh And uh, yeah, I'm loving the portfolio from Logitech so far.
1: Cool, thanks for that. Thanks for your time and uh, yeah, thanks for the conversation.